Hello, I'm Joey Morgan. And I'm Kylie ross Seibert. And welcome to Retail Is Podcast. The official Retail Alliance podcast where we talk about all things retail in Hampton Roads. Well, good morning. We are here with Lindsay Germono from Germono Advertising. Good morning. We just did a little funny thing and we should have hit record when we were doing that, but um, we did a pronunciation because I get Germano, I get Geronimo. Geronimo. Yeah, that's, that's a, a lot. great thing too. <laughs> so when I purchased our um, domain names, I looked for how people would misspell it too, because if they're Googling you, you know, mm and you have such a weird last name, then you want to grab all the things that, that might come up. So well, we are already getting into the yes. tricks and tips, and we haven't even started. Well, back up a moment. Tell okay, us a sorry. about what you do at for the agency. Thank you. Um, we are celebrating six years of business, actually this month. Um, I'm not sure when this is going to air, but um, in December of 2019, we'll mark six years. And it's been a really um, fun, rewarding, fast-paced uh, six years, I started the agency with the intention of helping people with their traditional media. So my background it hails from TV. So I was in broadcast television advertising, and then I went to cable advertising. And that's actually how I came across Retail Alliance was my work in, you know, the industry and knew you guys then. So yeah, big fan of Retail Alliance for a very long time. Um, and I've always liked what what you guys are doing. I guess year two, people started asking me about social media. And I think it was because we were doing so well marketing our agency by way of um, social media. No one really knows this, but I was doing that because I was, we were still bootstrapping, right? Like I couldn't afford a $5,000 a month budget to advertise the agency, even though I was helping people with right which is you know really indicative to a lot of the clientele that retail alliance serves which is that you know mom and pop one location less than 10 employee business that you know we're really trying to get up and going so the agency really kind of migrated over to um specializing in social media content education we teach people how to use the platforms by way of our lattes and laptops workshops. Um, people come in and we spend like 90 minutes showing them how to use Facebook, how to use Instagram. Um, they're also, these workshops are really great because people may miss something the first time and they're like, well, I'm just getting into Instagram, so I'm gonna come and focus on the Instagram portion. So the agency focuses on teaching first. Um, it doesn't behoove us to have a client that doesn't know what they're doing or doesn't know what the um, applications are doing for them. And, and everything some, changes so much too. Yeah, so. And I mean, oh, yeah. even for us, when we're doing the, the decks, the presentation, we have to edit them, but we can't edit them too far out because something could change. So we try to wait like a week before the workshop to make it, you know, as the most up to date as possible. That'd be fun to see like your very first one that you Oh, I should do that. Oh. To, like, especially <laughs> Facebook from what, five yeah. years ago? Yes, now? yes, I will. I will. Thank you. I'll, I'm going to share Throw that out. Thursday. Yes. Yeah, I'd love to see that. <laughs> oh my gosh. That would be so fun to do. So, um, you know, and, and some folks come to us and they're like, listen, we get it. We just don't have the time to manage our social media and we offer full management as well so we will write content we will post on their behalf we manage messaging you know that comes in um and the reason why that's important is because if you're posting something out there 
and someone comments, you want to be able to see that as a lead or as a, as a warm lead. Um, if the person's asking what your hours are within two minutes of your post, but you've gotten out of the application and you've moved on and you didn't check it for 24 hours, you may have missed that opportunity to help that person. Right. And so in this day and age of people wanting immediate gratification or, you know, I want a response right away. We also have to do that for social media when we're business owners. We have to understand that that's the case there, too. So um, my team will we're you know, we get into social media, we we manage it, we write it. Um, really, the only thing we don't do is uh, website design. No, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> and coding. Nope. No, thanks. <laughs> um, and, you know, uh, videography, photography, that that high level. But we have a lot of really great relationships with folks in the market that we can outsource that to. So um, so that's what we do. We also have a podcast. So I'm very comfortable yeah. being on the podcast mm-hmm. with you guys. Um, that podcast is called Drop and Give Me 20. And just kind of a caveat to that. We are um, very military-centered in our clientele. I'm military. Hard not to around here. It's exactly. I mean, I don't know what the studies have shown for Hampton Roads, but like, I wonder how many business owners are military-related in this market, whether they're veteran or you know, military spouse. You'd have to imagine a lot. I yeah, and people come back here and retire. So you're in the Navy. You've probably been to Norfolk. Yes, probably. Or we have all the branches here. So we have Air oh, yeah. Force, we have Coast Guard, we have Navy, we have Army. Army bases, right? Yeah, in Hampton, yeah. Yeah. And I lot some of the areas that are military oriented, somebody needs to turn off their car alarm, um, <laughs> <laughs> don't have, you know, all the bases. So with our podcast, we feature military entrepreneurs because I found their stories to be very unique. Many of them are PCSing, meaning changing duty stations, but having to migrate their businesses wherever they go. Mm-hmm. Um, when you start to get assigned overseas, there's a whole other ballgame involved. So I found these stories really powerful and I thought, well, we should share that. And the advertiser in me is like, hey, these are <laughs> messages and content pieces. And so the agency has that, um, that podcast out as well. So if you're listening, obviously you're a podcast lover (laughs) plug for drop and give me 20. Um, but that's what the agency does in a very short five minute description. Perfect. Yeah. That that looks like it was exactly five minutes. Was it? That's that's not easy to do. I promise I'm not looking at a clock. That's weird. Well, so let's get into why we actually uh, asked you to come onto the podcast. Um, We wanted to talk to you a little bit about creating the social media plans for the new year and what uh, the businesses, uh, our members and and, uh, other businesses should be doing to uh, really prepare. Um, the social media front. Right. So I think it's comfortable. Let's start with why it's important. And so with that, you want to plan your stuff so you're not stressed and you're thinking things through. So we see a lot of business owners that will post or they'll create marketing content, emails, whatever that it is on the fly because they feel like they have to do it. And it's been, you know, oh, it's been two weeks. I need to send something out there. So if you take the time to plan out your marketing, and it could be digital, it could be traditional, it could be all the things, it's going to create a much more seamless year for you, right? So you know when your events or when your peaks and when your dips are throughout the year. If you're in retail, it could be around the holidays. If you're a service-based business, it could be like tax season is you know upon us. So you want to kind of Think about it as this is going to help me lay the template for my year to set the tone for the year. So this is content and advertising or like all marketing? I would do all marketing. Okay. 
All right. And then if you're having, um, so if you have any uh, print pieces, you know, then that would be, well, we need to incorporate when those deadlines are. So the deadlines are usually before, you know, two or three weeks before it goes to print and then publishes and it could be a month out before that piece is seen. Right. So people will say, okay, you know, now we understand why we have to do it. How do we do it? Right. So yeah. where do we start? I have literally gone in businesses and we've seen um, 12 month calendars like laid up on the wall. That's fine. Like a January, February, you know, all the way through December paper calendar on the wall works. If you are tech savvy, you can use something like a Google Drive, right? Or a Google document. Um, we use a program called Basecamp. Uh, there's no affiliate kickback or anything like that. It's just something that I like. Um, there's Asana, Trello. So there's all these other ones. But in your for your listeners, they typically are that can get really high tech for them. Okay. So they kind of like the more um, bare bones mm -hmm. style of doing it. And I mean, I've been in businesses, like I said, and I've gone, well, there's your calendar. I can see what you're working on for 12 months. This is great. Um, so it's kind of like how we would get started. Okay. Um, so you're not looking at, so there's how, but yeah, I suppose the, the who and what and where, why, all that sort of stuff comes from that. Right. Okay. So. Right. But, it, you know, it's kind of like building a house. I don't go in and lay carpet down until I put the frame up and put the, you know, um, I have no knowledge of flooring, but yeah. <laughs> now, I'm a, right, now I'm a flooring expert. Oh my gosh. But I, I hope that the listeners kind of understand that context of, you know, you really need to, to do that. A, a business owner needs to be involved because they're going to be very close to what that, um, you know, messaging needs to be. I've also seen people who are hired to be, you know, oh, I'm the marketing director for this company. Well, the marketing director is going to have a whole different kind of vision for what their marketing should be. I like to involve the business owner because one, it gets them to buy into the plan. Mm -hmm. So how many times do we work with businesses that the owners are sitting in a different office and they have no idea what's going on? Pull them in so they can you can get buy-in from them. Um, and also so that they can understand your process, right? Like it takes us hours and hours and hours to write out what our plan is. I mean, I've seen people like we're going to close, we're going to come in on a Saturday and get, you know, catered and everything like that. So we can just work on this plan. And that's without actually implementing. Oh plan. yeah. We haven't even gotten to actually like, <laughs> this is, this this is just, just it all. <laughs> right. Wow. Right. And I mean, but it's important because again, when you step away from it, you can look at your whole 12 months and go, I know what we're doing. And everybody in the office knows what we're doing. Now, you might be getting a little bit off track with that, but what are your thoughts on, I mean, things change, things come up, um, special events, uh, something might big might happen in the news that you need to respond to. How does that fit in with uh, the big calendar plan? Right. So um, we kind of look at it as like boulders and pebbles. So your boulders are going to be things that are, you know, the big ticket items or the big event items. If they change, that's okay, but we need to get those laid out. Okay. Because then we can back into it. So if we know that we have an event every month on the first of each month, we know two weeks before that we need to be reminding people, no matter what, this doesn't change. Now, if the date changes or if there's an issue because of weather or whatever, fine. But like we pretty much know that that's always going to be the case. Right. Mm -hmm. So we always know two weeks before that we need to remind people this should not be any different no matter what. So you have that kind of laid out and then you go, okay, well, we have these kind of ideas of, you know, things that could be a little more fluctuative or I don't actually know if that's a word, but it sounded nice. sounds good. It did. I was um, impressed. 
<laughs> so we have other things that could come up along the way, like you're saying. So that you would just, you could have some gaps open in your calendar so that you could post things on the fly. So intentionally leave those. Yes. Yes. Okay. Do not, I mean, do not feel like you have to have all 12 months all laid out every, every single day. day. Good grief. <laughs> yeah. If you can do that, you are way better than the people who are making $300,000 a year doing people's marketing. Like, trust me, maybe you get four things, um, or not, that still seems high, maybe three things a week that you want to aim at, like as far as your marketing, your messaging goes. And one of those might be, you know what, every week we want to talk about where we're located, what our hours are, you know, the things that are quote, evergreen, meaning they never change mm -hmm. um, unless you move or, you know, something or the like season, that. season, maybe that's extra hours right. you know, during the holidays. As yeah. Well. So you always would put, you know, maybe every Monday we want to talk about where we're located. Every Monday we're going to talk about who we are, whatever that that is, mm -hmm. right? Or um, our hours, parking, things like frequently asked questions. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Right. I mean, that's typically. Which you may have you know, on your website, but you can still use it for social media and link it, you know. Right, right. Or for your email newsletter, because mm -hmm. you can't assume everybody's just going to your website to read in the no, FAQs. Right. <laughs> I mean, they're really only going there when they need something. Maybe you want to tell them what it is before they get to that point, right? Mm -hmm. We're getting kind of like 10 steps ahead, but I think we go back to the planning yes. for the content so we have a calendar we got a calendar okay. we're going to put Back some together. some items uh that were some big rocks so we always do this event or we always have this or whatever or if we're an hvac company and we know seasonally you know what issues are happening to our our clients houses our customers houses we know you know during um the spring season we need to be pushing to go out there and service the unit to prepare it for the the summer months Right. But then we also know as it starts to get cool, we need to be pushing out there. We need to come and winterize the equipment, whatever that it is. Now I'm an HVAC professional. I don't know. It could but be a pool person. It could be a pool know? person. Yeah. <laughs> um, for those that sell cars, you know, car dealerships, we know at the end of the year, there's a lot of rebates. There's a lot of, you know, things that are offered. I just went and got um, my eyes, uh, my eye checked. And they're like, this time of the year is really busy because people are starting to want to use all the money that they saved in that ISP program or whatever that oh, is. Oh, yeah. Right? Yeah, so spend you, it. Yeah, you need to spend mm -hmm. it. Um, oh, yeah, the flexible spending. That's right. Yeah, that's mm -hmm. what it is. Um, who knows what ISP is? Um, maybe that that's was it when I was... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right, yeah. Um, SP spending. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, you will look at the type of industry that you're in and you'll know these are our big times these are a big messages so those are your big boulders and you write those into the calendar okay. then you come in and you start putting the little pebbles in you're like you know barley's the the mascot he's the dog and so we want to take some pictures of him going out and being on site at the units when we're servicing them that's kind of a fun thing you can do some email newsletter around that um so you know you those would be a little pebble they can change you can pull it and it doesn't affect your business mm-hmm you can nix it. It's not working. Barley, you know, Barley's not loving the attention. He's got to take some time off for self-care. We need to pull it. <laughs> it's a stressful life. It's a stressful life being a dog of, of uh, social media. So, you know, that this is all just, you know, kind of getting into it. And then once you have that laid out and you're looking at the calendar and, and those that are listening, they're not seeing, but my eyes are looking at a wall because I'm a visual speaker and I'm thinking about like mm -hmm. how that 12 months looks then you can start putting, okay, you know what, why don't we do this and we test this or we, you know, start thinking about um, in June, we want to do a giveaway, we want to do some sort of, you know, enter to win or subscribe, then you're going to start writing those things in. So still not doing anything manually, right? You're still just in the planning phase. Yeah. Okay. 
But like, think about it when you step away from that, how good you'll feel. Cause you're like, we've got like a lot fleshed out here. Well, it was interesting you said that. Cause I wouldn't, when you think about content and so on, I don't always think from a business point of view, like I look at it from a marketing point of view, but from a business operations, looking at your sales peaks and troughs and the time of year that you're, you know, like you were saying about the HVAC, they have, you know, prior to the, you know, each end of the season or the beginning of the season, you know, and that matches what your business is doing. So that's why the owner is so important to be part of that conversation, I think, too. Right. And so what we've also seen is the owner come in and going, why aren't we posting this out right now? And we're like, well, if you looked at the calendar that we created three months ago, you'll see we have this all planned out. So getting that owner involved also helps that marketing director. We, we've had marketing directors like call us after and they're like, thank you so much for getting them in. I can't get them in to like get their buy-in and their feedback on this stuff, which is a whole other stuff as a story. But anyway... Um, spotlights. So, you know, do you want to highlight your clients? Do you want to highlight your customers? You know, you can do those feature Fridays. Um, Even your staff. Yes. Yes. Why not? I always love seeing that. Absolutely. Behind the scenes and, you know. And I also think that there's not a lot of conversation, there's not enough conversation on what that does from a branding perspective. So when I'm out at an event and I've been following a, a business on social media and I see a person at an event that I've, you know, seen on their social media, I'm like, oh, that's Kylie from Retail Alliance. And I know that because I keep seeing her, you know, in their feed. It's like meeting a celebrity. Yes. Kylie out at the events. Yes, yes. And then I think, you know, the last thing that we can really touch on is, is people will ask us and we just had a meeting about this downstairs was, you know, what, um, what kind of stuff do I post out? And I'm like, look, man, you should be really driving value. People really need to know that you are, you care about what you're doing. And I want you to think about offering tips to them value. You know, if you're in the HVAC company, um, somebody told me this, the filters that I use, I should be using this type of filter, not this. And this is why. So it's driving value to me. I'm always going to remember that. And so guess what? When I have an issue with my HVAC unit, I'm going to think about that company that cared to give these tips. Right. Um, so it can be, you know, if you're in a retail industry and you're talking about, um, home decor, tell me some staging tips. Tell me how I should hang that photo. Right. Tell me, um, I'm five How foot. Fill that hole. Yeah, I'm five foot. So everything that I hang is really <laughs> low. Right? But then someone really tall, like Joey, comes in and, you know, yeah. so there. My fiance hangs all the beers at her height. And I just see my chin and everything. <laughs> I never get to see anything right. else. <laughs> so she's got to use a stepladder to see the things you hang. And then you've got to stoop down and see the things exactly. that we hang. <laughs> if I were in the home decorating uh, industry, I would be posting things like, here's the ideal height for, for things like that. Right. Um, so you drive value in your messaging. And that's when people want to look for that email newsletter because they know that there's there's value in that email mm -hmm. newsletter or there's value in that content. And trust me, people will get it. They'll know, oh, you know what? I just need to hire somebody to do my decor. I'm going to hire this company because they, you know, they're actively post posting um, value and tips. Like and they the expert, yeah. Yeah. And they, it's like they relate to their yeah. audience. I mm -hmm. suppose that's the other thing too, is like, how do you know who and you're targeting then? Right. Right. So we start with, how are you making revenue, right? So are you making revenue because you're selling a widget to anybody and everybody? Probably not. You're probably, you know, when we start to like uncover the layers, we see, well, you know, we get a lot of um, people who are in the military and are into our location. Okay, so let's start writing content that speaks to them. 
right? Or, you know, we see a lot of females come in and, and uh, you know, inquire about our services. Wonderful. Let's start tailoring content to females. Um, in this day and age, unless you're doing any paid marketing and like really focused geo-targeting and you know, things like that, you might just have to do a shotgun effect, which means you're pulling trigger and hoping it hits, mm -hmm. right? Um, for those that don't have an ad budget, that's unfortunately what we're forced to um, to do, right? Um, but you can but also- But you could be still you know, knowing and doing research on knowing that Instagram's, you know, more focused on this sort of, you know, age yeah. gender and Facebook's for this. So oh, there's that sort of, at least a little bit of knowledge about each platform. I think you guys actually sent out a survey recently that asked, like, you know, how did you hear about us? That's like one of the oldest forms of understanding who your target audience is, is, you know, ask people when they come in, um, getting people to tell you, and they may say, well, I heard you on the radio. We haven't been on the radio in three years. You know, they may say that. Um, so there's some inconsistencies there, but asking people, you know, or even just like, Pulling your top clients out and going, hey, I really want to thank you for your business. Do you mind if I ask you a couple of questions? And you know what? I'll give you a $10 gift card for your trouble or your time, not mm -hmm. trouble, but you know what I mean? Like for your time. That's nice to do. And it makes the person feel like, you know what? They really value my input. And guess what? I'm going to keep shopping there. Yeah. Yeah. So it does all the things. <laughs> so I want to back up just a little bit. So based on the original thing we're talking about, so you, you've made the calendar, you have your boulders set out, you've started sprinkling in some of the pebbles. What do you do next? When, how far out should you be creating these things? What do you think about scheduling posts? Yes. Okay. Next, we want to go to, um, we're going to think about the imaging that we need to go with those posts. Okay. So that's going to be really important because that's what people stop on. So they're not stopping because you've written out all the stuff. They're stopping on the visual. So you then decide, is it going to be a picture or a video yes. or audio of some sort? Or yes. Like, okay. Mm -hmm. And you might That's think, even before you even write. Right. Because like an accompanying post or. Exactly. Like okay. Yep. Yep. Because it might be, you know, we may need to get a photographer to come in and do mm -hmm. some stage shots that we can use throughout the year. Because doing that 12 month plan, you'll know, you know, we need probably three or four images per month. So when I contact a photographer, I can ask. I need you to get me, you know, this amount of photos, um, or they might go, okay, uh, we want you to come in once a quarter so that the images look fresh. Mm -hmm. Right. Uh -huh. Um, same concept for a videographer, you know, we want to do a couple customer testimonials. Um, we need to hire a videographer to go out and, and do that. And this is also why it's advantageous to do this early on. So you have time to plan and budget. Well, now we got to get quotes for how much we should budget for a photographer or we, should we do trade? That's also an option for those that have a, a lean budget. You know, can we trade a service out and pay a photographer in, in services or products to, in lieu of, you know, financial? Mm -hmm. um, so. And what about scheduling posts? Do you have any thoughts um, on that? Yeah, we, I mean, we schedule posts out. If we're talking about Facebook, um, we do that directly within the Facebook application. Mm -hmm. We've um, AB tested this a lot in other platforms and, I mean, to be honest, at the end of the day, I don't think that Facebook wants another application to post on their behalf. Mm -hmm. I think they just just really want people in to Facebook. stay within their, yes. <laughs> oh, yeah, their own world. Everything, the videos, <laughs> the articles, they're all trying to... Yeah, so... A couple of years ago, they were just trying to replace the internet. 
I would Facebook. say, yeah, I know. Well, they wouldn't yeah. exist without the internet, so, you know. Yeah. I would say once you have your 12-month calendar, kind of like, you know, you, you've got some idea of what you want to do, then you've got the photo, you, maybe we're, we're looking at January. All right, we've got all the photos in, and we've, we know what we want to say. Just schedule a month at a time. Mm-hmm. Um, so go into Facebook and just schedule out that month, mm-hmm. and then right before February starts, because you already have a plan, and that also helps to accommodate for any changes within the application as well. So you don't want to have 12 months of things uh, scheduled out because then you're going to have to like work backwards. If you need to edit anything or, mm-hmm. you know, the verbiage is, is not what you want to say. How long would it take your team to schedule out a month of somebody's content? Hours. That's on, Yeah, hours. A lot of people have to like say, let me just schedule it on Facebook. Like, you're ignoring the fact that it still takes hours, hours. to write and come up with the content for those posts. Here, because it looks so easy. It does. Yes. Yeah. Like you just schedule it. That's a really small part of the process. <laughs> I mean, that's at the very end of the yeah, process too. Um, and it takes hours because you want to make sure that the language is appropriate to the platform. So what you're saying with that visual on Facebook might be a little different from how you're saying it on LinkedIn or how you're saying mm-hmm. it in your email newsletter. So you maybe have one piece of content that you want to create. Um, let's think of a different industry, uh, a shoe store right? Um, the shoe store may, you know, know that they want to always post it out this way, but on Instagram, people are reading it differently than they are on, you know, their email newsletter. So I like to go, let's get it all laid out. Let's get our framework. Let's get the frame of the house, put, you know, on the wall, the 12 month calendar, and then let's go in and start writing some stuff and we'll write it once a month, you know, and then we plan it and then we go in and schedule it. So yeah, it takes hours. For a social media person, less time than your average Joe. Well, you, yeah. but then you get into the hang of, of doing them all the time. So, yeah, yeah, I mean, you're saving some time mm-hmm. um, than, you know, someone who is less familiar. Yeah. <laughs> but or you still, can have, um, so a lot of our, our clients will have interns or, you know, ad, admin teams. And I'm like, if those people are great on social media, Maybe you can empower them to, you know, to to help you with that. Mm-hmm. So do you recommend then in terms of like the voice that you have for your organization? That's sort of, to me, that sounds a little risky if you've sort of got random people yeah. that don't know the voice that you want to have. Right, right. Um, do you suggest then that there needs to be yes. a, something beyond just, you know, having a schedule and whatever, but to also say, well, this is how you need to write it. Yes. And yeah. introduce it. How do you make sure that voice is consistent? Mm-hmm. It's one thing to say, like, let's all be happy when we talk. But like, how do you yeah. <laughs> the language. And, mm-hmm. You have to kind of decide that too before you start getting out of the gate. You know, you kind of have right. to kind of determine what that tone is going to be. Do you want to be a little more buttoned up or do we want to be, it's okay to be casual. I am in a creative industry, so I let those that are in my company do what they want to do because it gives them the freedom to not have, you know, pressure on them. Like I wouldn't say it that way, but I, but that's okay. As long as they're saying it and they're doing it in the way that needs to be done, you can give them a little bit of freedom, but for like a bank. Yeah. You definitely need to button that up a little bit because you certainly don't want to talk about APRs and, you know, interest rates and that's not the case, you know, then you get uh, bamboozled somehow for that. We talked a little bit about scheduling. Um, I would definitely recommend scheduling within the platform itself. The only one that I've not seen that available in right now is um, Instagram. No, Instagram. You can use the Facebook Creator app to schedule. Oh, I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Um, 
Twitter, you can schedule directly within Twitter. It's called TweetDeck. So once you log in to Twitter, Google TweetDeck, and it'll show you the the screen to schedule all your tweets. Um, LinkedIn is the one that we kind of have some issues with because there's there isn't a way to schedule things directly within LinkedIn. You have to use something like Hootsuite or Later. Um, that's really the only one. But I don't. I think that they they will fix that very soon. Mm-hmm. Everybody else is. But. So what's the benefit then of doing it within? I mean, you said about Facebook, but mm-hmm. I mean, I hear a lot about Later and Hootsuite um, being useful to do it all from one one platform some people like that because they only have to go into one thing and it distributes that through all the things they have connected so it's easier um the other thing is some of these platforms will also monitor what's being said about your company so they use it like as a crm kind of tool or uh, a listening tool i think if you're in your feeds and you have somebody dedicated to it you don't need all that because they're in that's their job to to be in you know their social media so okay well we got about a minute and 30 seconds left. Oh, my wow. gosh. We have blazed through this Time one. flies. Um, wait, 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 sum it up for us. Wait, All right. Um, well, we talked about the who, what, when, where, why. So let's just, like, recap. The, the you know, we talk about content planning, strategic planning. You know, you definitely want to look back at to what your business plan is, you know, what it is that you're doing. Don't stray from that. Um, that also happens a lot. People get really squirrel, and then they start tr- going down all these avenues. And I'm like, you're, stop se- you're selling Sounds shoes. <laughs> like, just sell shoes, right? right? And, yeah, and therefore, is all your messaging about selling? Or right. is it more about the stories, like you were saying, about how to tie your shoelaces? Or yes, it, you yes. Know, like- right. Well, caveat to that, we have a um, menswear uh, client. And, I mean, obviously, shirts and pants and all belts and things like that. But we did a series that that features one of the employees showing people how to tie a bow tie or how to do this mm-hmm. or how to pair this with no, that. Right. You Google it every single time I try. Right. And I mean, it did amazing. This was all organic. We didn't have to pay. We just literally took our phones out and we're like, hit it. Right. Okay. So, um, how you want to do it. You want to have that 12 month calendar on your wall. That's a great start, you know, and then you can kind of erase things or whatever. Or if you're, uh, a Google user, you can do it on a Google doc and then mm-hmm. allow other people to kind of chime in. Um, you want to look at a full 12 month calendar, but don't get too involved in like a December if it's January, like just have some things in there. Might be overwhelming anyway. Yeah. And things can change, but like, if you always know you want to do a testimonial on a Friday, you certainly can like kind you of always have a December event, always just get the right for it. Don't forget that you need to remind people what you do, who you are, where you are, what, you know, how to do business with you. Um, and then you, you know, hire either outsource a photographer or videographer to get those visuals and that, that content piece in there. Do you really feel like just going on that point? Um, I've seen quite a lot of videos and things that are just done on of someone's phone Yeah, that are, that are good enough for you, know? you see the director of John Wick just filmed a uh, very cool snowball fight scene entirely on say. an iPhone. Yes. Yeah, the things that technology the, makes you yeah, look great. so yeah. good now. <laughs> and it said on that, um, this has been filmed on an iPro or iPhone 11 Pro, whatever that it is. I saw that too. I was like, this is a really great piece. And then like, I was like, is this really like, did they really it's record really, it? But yeah, it says yeah, it. So, so. so when you say outsource, yeah, I think for social media, you can do stuff, but there's some stuff too. If you've got limited budget, you can do yourself. 
try doing it yourself first so you can yeah. also understand. Real quick, hold your phones horizontal when you yes. video. <laughs> yes. Not vertical. Right, right, right. Yeah, I mean, they're a little in a, there are so many people that you can hire that can come in and help you with that. Even if it's just, I just need you to look at what I've written and make sure it's it's on par. Any In Hampton Roads, uh, for those that are in this market, you can easily search social media manager in Hampton Rose and a plethora of options will come up. This is a great thing to outsource like you would your accounting or anything like that. Um, alternatively, you know, you're just going to have to do it yourself and that's okay too. Like get in there and just start, start figuring out what you want to communicate to um, the public. Great. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Well, I think that was a really useful the end. information. Yeah. Well, thank you very much, Lindsay. You're welcome. You're welcome very much.